The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Every time a missile misses its target, a train derails, or a faulty airbag fails to save a life, we wonder whether these failures, which can sometimes reach catastrophic proportions, are caused by a counterfeit part that may have infiltrated the supply chain. Welcome to People to People, working together for your safety with host Stan Salat. Stan has the answers to your questions on protecting yourself and the safety of your loved ones, including your pets. Don't miss out. Now, here is Stan Salat. Hello and welcome to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Stan Salat. Our show today is Keeping Our Pets Healthy and Safe. Did you know that many products sold by the, by the millions in the pet supply and grocery stores by pet supply and grocery stores can cause serious health consequences to pets? and humans. Even some items specifically designed for family fun, such as holiday lights and toys, can cause health problems for your pets. Join us today uh, for a... (laughs) Joining us today for a special conversation is Dr. Ashley Gohagan. I'll get that right. Maybe take me a few times, Dr. Dr. D, but we'll, we'll get there. Uh, Dr. Gohagen is a DVM, and we're going to learn about ways to keep our pets healthy and safe, including the tools and tips on prevention and treatment that embraces holistic and integrative medicine for our pets. We can't hold this show without having sponsors, and we have two platinum sponsors that I'd like to acknowledge at this point, Business and Quality Process Management, LLC. BQPM, as it's referred to, is uh, specializes in quality management, regulatory management, and process management uh, consulting, training, and software tools. You can find them at www.bqpm.com. Our second platinum sponsor is Secure Components, LLC. Secure Components specializes in finding hard-to-find and obsolete components. When you need to find obsolete or hard-to-find components, your source for that is Secure Components. You can find them at www.securecomponents.com. They were the first company in the world to achieve certification under the IECQ-CAP uh, counterfeit avoidance program plan, and uh, have been recognized for that work for a number of years now. We also have bronze sponsors, C-Trends Supply Chain Specialist, www.ctrends.com, Concord Components at www.concordcomponents.com, and our good friends down in Australia, Aircraft Airworthiness and Sustainment, um, those folks down there specialize in helping our their military uh, stay current and keeping their equipment uh, healthy and safe, if you will. You can find them at agingaircraft.com.au, and aging is spelled with an E. As I said at the top of the show, I have a guest today, Dr. Ashley Gohagen. I think I got that one right that time. Yes. Thank you very much, Dr. G. We we call her affectionately Dr. G. That way I don't have to keep messing up with her name there. Dr. G is a holistic and integrative medicine veterinarian who uh, produces her own natural product line. Vet Naturally is the natural path to your pet's wellness in in, uh, her clinic, and she offers uh, acu- acupuncture, food therapy, 
her, uh, herbal therapy, essential oil therapy, and other holistic integrative medicine uh, healing methods for pets. And before I uh, before I mess this up anymore, Doctor G, I <laughs> want to bring you on to the show. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure you can do this much better and much more articulate than I can. So, welcome to the show, Doctor G. Uh, thank you for having me, Stan. I, I do apologize once again. I'm sure our audience uh, will appreciate your ability to do this better than I am at the moment. Well, they, they, some of these words are tough to even pronounce for me, so you, you get a pass. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. You're, you're all too kind. Why don't, we, why don't we get started by your helping myself, perhaps first and foremost, but helping our audience as well to understand what what it is that caused you or drove you or made you want to become a veterinarian and uh, what the, the type of veterinarian services you provide seem to be a little bit different than I'm used to hearing about. So maybe you can help us understand that. Yes, I would love to. Thank you, Stan. So there were three different questions in there. I'll try to keep on track. <laughs> why I became a veterinarian. I think every little child starts out loving animals. I think it's a very natural bond that kids and animals have. Of course, mine started with an animal story. You know, the cat on the side of the road was tossed out the window. Can I please keep him? And my mom probably did not think the cat would live because it looked very newborn and very starved. And she, she said yes. And that was all I needed to hear. Nursing through the night with the milk bottles and taking care of this cat. Cloud was the cat who lived to be 19, and that experience was very life-changing for me. And I I really never wavered from wanting to be a veterinarian. Um, I always loved medicine. I read a book that said, you don't have to think about what you want to be in life. Chances are you've been doing it all along. So it was a natural, easy fit for me. It was animals, and it was medicine, and the veterinarian seemed like the obvious choice. There are so many different, I mean, when you start to talk about veterinary medicine, the little child thinks, oh, I want to grow up and be a vet. What does that really mean? When you become, when you get into veterinary school, you realize that there are so many um, components of what a veterinarian can do. They do research, they do um, products, they do large animals, small animal, avian, and then the, the branch that I have found a way to, which I really have a... Um, a connection with, which is integrative medicine. Okay. Integrative medicine, that sounds unique. Yes. So this is, this is a new and upcoming phrase and term. There are very, there are only 26 vet schools in the nation. I think the number last time I checked was 26 and not every program has an integrative medical program. My school, which um, which is LSU Vet School, has only been having – it's one of the few schools that actually does have it, and it only came into fruition there about two years ago. This has come. This is the second year of it. And, you know, when we graduated, there was no integrative medicine. What that term means is well, – what I've come to, to believe it means, holistic medicine was a branch that kind of went in its own direction. Holistic meaning all natural herbs and – acupuncture and a a blanket and an umbrella of many things. The Western practitioners, as I will refer to Western, meaning your everyday veterinarians, the mainstream veterinarians, the Western practitioners, I think, were a little uncomfortable with the word holistic, conjuring up, you know, visions of, we don't know what that witchcraft doctor is going to do to your your pet. (laughs) So... They, they had a meeting of the minds, I think, and now the term, the accepted term is integrative medicine. And integrative medicine means taking, to me, to me, I'll tell you what it means, taking the most natural approach that you can, and then when you need Western medicine, you use it. For instance, if you get hit by a car in an acute situation, that's the time for Western medicine. It's acute care. It's immediate care. It's life-saving procedures. That's a great Western um, application. When you have the chronic older geriatric patient, that's more of a time for Eastern medicine, the integrative medical specialties. And under the term of integrative medicine, there are many different things. They, you can talk about 
rehabilitation. You can talk about homeopathy, like treats light. You can talk about laser therapy, rehabilitation. My particular specialty is called TCVM, Traditional Chinese Veterinary Medicine. And the four, the four components of that are acupuncture, herbal therapy, something called twina, and food therapy. Okay. So we've heard a lot about Chinese methodologies for, for um, medical treatment in humans, obviously. That, that's been around for a long time. We've, we've addressed that in many different ways. Is that really similar? If, if I think of what I know about the acupuncture and the integrative or the holistic, let's just call it holistic, um, does that, am I thinking the same thing if I think pet care as well as human hair, care? Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. So in the human world, they're called TCM, traditional Chinese medicine. And you can actually find these practitioners for yourself in, in the right. everyday world. Look them up on the internet. You'll find the one closest to you. So I study the veterinary component of that, which is TCVM, traditional Chinese veterinary medicine. And the four things that we use, maybe I'll talk a little bit about it just to give you a basic understanding. Acupuncture, just like in the human side, is the stimulation of specific points along the skin of the body with sterile needles. And this stimulation can correct imbalances in the body and help the body function correctly. The theory behind acupuncture is that a balanced body will heal itself. So when you come through the door in my clinic and you're having clinical signs of problems, I know that you're walking in with an automatic imbalance because if you were balanced, you wouldn't have these problems. That's okay. that's one of the, the modes that I can use. Chinese herbs, they are often used in conjunction with acupuncture and they help to optimize and lengthen the effects of acupuncture. They are just like Western pills that you would get at a, at a Western clinic, but they come in capsule form or powder form or tiny tea pill form. They're very well tolerated in the pet's food. Uh, you can break them open in their food or you can just pill them like a regular, a regular pill that you would give. Another and probably one of the most passionate forms of treatment that I do is called food therapy. And all of these things have degrees. So all those degrees behind my names correlate with these different fields. Um, okay. Food... Food is the medicine you take every day. Probably the most important thing that you will do for your pet's health in its lifetime is choose its diet. Uh, I, I tell this to all my, my clients. I probably address what my patients are eating the very first day, the most important thing. Uh, making sure your pet is on a correct diet. We can formulate the diet to act as medicine for your pet. So if your pet won't take pills or won't tolerate herbs, we can actually treat him through his diet, um, making sure that there's moisture in the food. And we'll talk about that later. I think we have a, um, I think that's a long section and just by itself. Okay. And then Twina. Twina is, everyone understands what massage is. You go to get, you go to a massage therapist to get a massage. It makes you feel good. Twina is a, a very specific form of massage to stimulate the body in a, in a, way of your choosing. It promotes chi, which is energy and blood flow in the pet's body. And it's actually great homework for owners. People that find their way to me want to be involved in their pet's health care. They're proactive. They're very usually very health-minded, natural-minded people. And when you can give them some homework, you know, rub Fluffy's back in circular motions in this way or stretch the leg like this or move the tail like this, it, it, gives the, it provides them an opportunity to interact with their pet while promoting the specific um, exercises that are promoting the specific healing properties for their pet's illness. So my knowledge is going back to, and I'm going to take this very personal. I have a physician. My general physician is Chinese and uh, massage. I, I've often found excellent massage in China. Uh, so I can just think of that as being very similar to what you're doing with the pets. Yes, Absolutely. You know, this medicine has been around for 3,500 years. This is not new medicine. This is the oldest medicine there is. Uh, in 3,500 years ago, they did not have the diagnostic tools that we have today. So when you take 
the pearls and the wisdom of 3,500 years ago and you apply it to today and add the diagnostic capabilities that we have with the Western component of it, it's amazing. I mean, it's, it's the most in, in my whole career, this has been the most satisfying type of medicine to practice. And I was a Western practitioner only for 15 years. Interesting. I'm wrestling with a bit of a question here, but before I hit that question, um, I don't recall if you mentioned this or already, but your practice is primarily with um, pet dogs and cats, or does it does it go into all animals? Will it work with all animals, or is it specific to some animals? TCVM is practiced on all animals, avians, raptors, horses, cows, goats, chickens, pigs, uh, dogs, and cats. But my particular practice is geared towards small animals. Now, I have done the occasional um, avian patient. I have some rabbit patients, and, you know, the equine population is a little further out than I, than I can go. Okay. And uh, we're, we're about to come up on a break, but just once again, um, your schooling and experience, you've been doing this for a, a while now. In fact, what I really want to do, when we come back from the break, I'd like to uh, have you share with the audience a bit about your background um, and I think I can do this carefully, Dr. G slash Captain G, um, U.S. Army. <laughs> right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. Well, folks, we're going to take a short break and let the uh, radio station identification happen. When we come back, we're going to hear a little bit about the personal side of Dr. G and some of that time she spent as a, as a captain in the Army. It was the Army, right? It was indeed the Army. In the army, we share that. I spent some time there as well. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Did you know that hazardous substances and counterfeit material can be in everything we buy? From new clothing, cars, toys, power cords, and charging units, to your garden hose and the drywall in your home. Did you know that many of these toxins or counterfeits have been found to cause infertility, birth defects, autism, obesity, and diabetes, which can be passed down from parents to children? It's nearly impossible to know the ingredients in these products, yet Stan Salat Jr., author and creator of the not-for-profit HSF Mark Alliance and Counterfeit Avoidance Mark Alliance, believes that consumers have the right to know the type and amount of hazardous materials in the products we buy. Are you a retailer, a manufacturer, a manager, and a person who cares about the safety of the products you sell and buy? Protect your assets, your job, and your family now. Tell Stan that you want his help. Contact BQPM today. Visit our website at www.bqpm.com or call toll-free 877-415-0191, bqpm.com. Together, we are working for your safety. The world has changed. You need a trusted supplier that mitigates risk at every stage of manufacturing. C-Trends utilizes provenance marking technologies to provide a unique security solution when addressing the challenges of supply chain security. Item pedigree, brand protection, and theft. In these times of fraud and counterfeiting, customers depend on C-Trends for a higher level of trust and service when it comes to their supply chain needs. Visit our website at ctrends.com for more information. Secure Components is proud to be the first independent distributor certified to the Department of Defense adopted AS6081 Counterfeit Avoidance Standard. Our clients view us as partners in counterfeit avoidance because we share our source of supply. We have earned their trust to procure electronic and mechanical components specifically when their requirements are obsolete or unavailable from authorized sources. Visit SecureComponents.com today to learn why the largest aerospace, defense, and technology companies in the world partner with Secure Components. This is People to People, working together for your safety. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to Stan at StanSalat.com. Again, that's Stan at StanSalat.com. 
Now, back to People to People. Welcome back to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Stan Salat. Our show today is all about keeping our pets healthy and safe. My guest today, Dr. G, a veterinarian, uh, Vet Naturally is actually her company. And we've been talking about uh, the work that she does in the holistic or uh, what's the right word, Dr. Integrative medicine. Integrative medicine. That's what I want to call it. (laughs) Integrative veterinary medicine. I don't want to scare anybody away with talking about the straight holistics here. Before the, before the break, um, we I was commenting on your background and uh, sharing a bit of uh, alumni, if you will, in the in the U.S. Army. Uh, maybe you could give our listeners just a little bit of understanding of some of that background. It's pretty interesting. Sure, sure. Um, I started my career out of veterinary school in the military, the U.S. Army. I went in as a captain. They hand you your key to your clinic and say, good luck, Captain, and you're, you're in charge of everything. You have a full shelter to run. You have all the animals on base. You have the search and rescue and bomb dogs that are in the military. They're called MWDs, military working dogs, and it's a lot of responsibility. I was stationed and chosen for, um, for Fort Hood. It was the closest base to Crawford Ranch, which is where President Bush, you know, goes or or went at the time. And so I was the vet for the bomb dogs that guarded the president. It was a very high profile and important position. Those dogs are about $300,000 a piece as far as dollar value worth. And so everything we do for them is of the highest grade medicine. We have access to the human hospitals. We had all of the the immediate care we needed. And for the military, most of what you do is acute care. Acute meaning um, right away. So if the dog is shot, if the dog is, you know, hurt in training, it's very immediate life-saving measures. And this was most of my career other than the shelter animals, which, you know, we would get adopted and they were mostly healthy animals and the regular medicine on base. So I was new veterinarian. My practice was a new practice, and you would go from base to base doing this. I spent, you know, this was during nine eleven. Right after I joined, right after I entered active duty, nine eleven broke out. So it was travel here with the team, travel here, clear the space for the president traveling there to clear the space for explosive. Very high profile, very immediate, um, immediate medical needs. I got out of the military. Almost, uh, I'm going to scratch my head thinking about how many years in, seven, eight, nine, up in there. <laughs> I got out of the military <laughs> and went into private practice. And then I started to see patients that, you know, were aging and I was staying with them as they were aging. And the acute medicine was was wildly successful in the situations that they needed acute medicine for. But I really had this growing sense that as my patients were aging, Western medicine was not doing them justice. It started with, you know, this patient who had a stomach ulcer or a perforation, actually a gastric perforation from a a non-steroidal anti-inflammatory. Another patient that they put a topical on and he almost died from this reaction to this toxic chemical and the topical application. One after a string of, of these events, you start to think to yourself, in the back of your mind, you're thinking something isn't, isn't right. And as you add up the the one time, the two time, the three time, it just led me to a place where as my life became more and more healthy, you know, I was having children now, getting the toxins out of my home, choosing to be, you know, eat organic foods and be the healthiest that I could possibly be. My practice was not mirroring that, was not reflecting that. And it became a big divide for me. You know, there was a, there was a time to be honest that I was very unhappy as a veterinarian because I did not like going to work. I did not like going to work to shove a pill to fix a problem. And as soon as my conscious caught up with my unconscious, I realized that there must be a better way. There must be a different way. I think I said before, and when I graduated, there was no integrative medical program. We didn't have access to those things. The only holistic pioneers were kind of seen as the weird vets. And I mean, <laughs> I'm being honest, I didn't know much about them. I didn't know any of them. Um, they you were, don't look weird to me. Exactly. <laughs> so I didn't even know where to turn to to go find this new information. So 
I, I honestly started acupuncture for myself in my health journeys. You know, my husband is a cancer survivor and we started becoming healthier as a family and doing holistic things like acupuncture and herbs and all these things. And one day I just remember I was sitting on the acupuncture table and I was thinking to myself, like the aha light went off. I said, I want to do this for my patients. Like I want to be this type of doctor. And that's where it all began. And, and I literally went back to vet school. I mean, not actual vet school, but it was a whole way of thinking three and almost four years now. And I will be studying this medicine because you can add any modality you want to. It's not just one degree. You can have 30, whatever your bag of tricks, whatever you like to put um, to practice, you can do this as a integrative medical specialty medicine. You can, you can add oils, you can add TCVM, you can add rehabilitation. It's exciting. It's natural. It's phenomenally powerful. I mean, you have paralyzed dogs walk out your office and it is a really, really awesome feeling to do that with just needles. That's interesting. That brings up a question. Um, I've seen your name on a number of things on your website and others, and you have an alphabet after it. I think I know that DVM stands for Doctor of Veterinary Medicine. Yes, yes. Help us understand the other uh, initials or, or letters that are here. Okay, so I am a DVM, which is a Doctor of Veterinary Medicine. I went to regular, what everyone knows and understands as veterinary school. And afterward, I went back to get specialty degrees, which are the CVA, the Certified Veterinary Acupuncturist. And I, um, I'm extremely proud of where I trained for that. That's at the Chi Institute. It's in Reddick, Florida. It is the Harvard of acupuncture. Dr. Um, Dr. Shea is world-renowned. He's, I, I can't even even pinch myself sometime that he was actually my mentor. I, I have directly cha- trained with him and he's a wonderful, wonderful wealth of information. He brought TCVM to America. So the, the CVA is the acupuncturist, the C certified veterinary food therapist, CVFT. That is, that is the, um, the degree where I can make your food into medicine, literally using herbs, Chinese herbs or regular herbs cooked into the food. I can, I can teach you how to make a balanced home cooked diet for your pet without preservatives. Um, you know, the pet food industry has really done a number on us as, as Americans. And I don't, oh, I can't, yes. can't speak for the rest of the world, but as Americans, it, it is a, a billion dollar industry probably. And I think that a little bit of education goes a long way. And when I tell my clients just a little bit of an explanation they understand it so easily and, and really dry food, dry, the dry food industry started in World War II. All right. So the people were running out of food in World War II and they got this brilliant idea. I don't know whose it was, but to take the rendered byproducts of the meat industry to hyper process it, overcook it into dry kibble, which we all know and understand as dry kibble. They spray back the coating, which is full of vitamins and and things that would be otherwise, you know, cooked out of it in the heat process to make the dog eat it. The dog would never eat that, that dry kibble without that spray. It's like a little crack coating and they spray it on there. And when you pour a cup of water into dry food, what happens? Puffs up, right? It puffs up, up, it gets big. Well, when an animal eats dry food, it does the same exact thing in their body. Only you don't pour a cup of water in your pet when it eats their diet it gets the moisture from your pet's actual body. And so the pet lives in a constant state of dehydration and inflammation. And over time, that causes disease. Pets were never meant to have a dry diet. Uh, I, don't, I can't think of one patient in two years or three years that I've been doing this that, that eats a dry diet, not one. Now, maybe in an emergency or for fun as a snack or a training treat, but not as an everyday regular diet. They all have moisture in their diet. So... Going down and buying the bags of dry food is not perhaps what I should be doing for my my dog or cat. No, not what not that I would recommend. No, you know mm. when we when we start veterinary school, the very first day, one of the first stops you make is the stop at this food table, and they say sign your name here, and you can get free food for four years. So we sign our name, and what do you think we're thinking every? month when we get our free food, right? We walk from the trucks with the free bag of food and we're like, we love this company. We're going to, you know, so it's a brilliant marketing, marketing scam. You know, you, you hit the, the vet students, you give them free food, free dry food for their whole career. And when they get out, 
guess what they're writing scripts for? Your free dry food. I mean, it is, it is top-notch marketing. So, uh, you know, we didn't really have homemade diets classes, how to do that. I had to go back and train for that. Isn't that actually illegal now for human medicine? They can't give the free things like that? Yeah, I I am not sure. That is a very good question. If, if they're still doing it, they may get called out now. I don't know. Well, we're not talking about human medicine today, so I, I'm going to uh, jump away from that as quick as I can. Um, okay, so what we have yet to talk about, and I apologize for this, um, you have your own organization, your own uh Company and it is that naturally by Dr. G. Yes, yes. Uh, join, our, join our Facebook page. Yes, talk. Let, let's talk a bit about that and sh- share with folks how they can find you. I mean, I apologize. I should have done this up front so people could be looking at your website. But uh, that naturally by Dr. G. Let's talk a little bit about that. Okay, so. Um, actually, I'm glad you didn't do it right away, Stan, because the website will be launching in October. <laughs> we just we just redid some things, and we're you've heard it here first, folks. <laughs> yes, yes, we we revamped it, and we're making it so that you can have product ordering online for the website because we are launching the products in October. I want this company to be, you know, I feel like the world is bombarded with, use this, try this, let me look at this on your Facebook, pop-up window, this advertise. It gets overwhelming and confusing. And if you're a mom like me, I have four children, uh, it's hard to decipher through what is healthiest, what is the best, who's got the safest product. I wanted people to really feel like there was a company who had their back, who was vetting, excuse the pun, the, the products and who were putting out the products that were safe. And I wanted to be a go-to resource for pet owners where they can find information, where they can get great health tips, where they can um, find resources for maybe their, their dogs that they've been hitting walls in Western medicine and they feel like there's really no other resource. A lot of people, including me, you know, six years ago, don't know that even integrative medical veterinary services exist. It's a very new concept the schools are now picking up the programs and I just wanted a website to consolidate all of the resources and add some products. We're going to keep adding products slowly as we find them. Um, we're a small company with a big heart. Excellent. So I, now I have to ask the next question. Should I be telling our audience today to contact me and then I can get in touch with you and put you back in touch with them? Or is there a sneaky way around since the website's not out there yet for them to get directly to you? The um, the website is not out yet, but we do have an email that works. Info at vetnaturally.com is how you can find us. I-N-F-O at vetnaturally.com. Outstanding. So we can get to you. Yes. You know, folks now, are- I would just like to put a disclaimer before I get... 50,000 emails about what's going on with pets. I can't legally diagnose or treat your pet over the internet, um, right. but we may offer f- offer uh, phone consultations with internet access to, to visualize patients in the future. It doesn't exist right now, but it's something that I am working on because there are people in other states that can't have access to an integrative medical doctor or veterinarian. And um, and so that that's something that we're we're aware of that people are looking for. But general questions, healthcare issues. I mean, if you want to have me post or talk about something, I'm, I'm totally open to hearing comments and welcome them. Well, that's excellent. I can say on the, on the human side and the personal side, I do have um, both audio, video, and email connection with my physician. And it is, it is just invaluable. I mean, it, it is just so great. So for those of you that have pets, uh, don't let Dr. G off the hook here. Uh, you really do. I think that's an outstanding idea to have video uh, veterinarian services available. So by all means, and, and I'm glad to hear that you're going down that path. Um, we're, we're getting close to needing to take another break. And before we do that, um, I'd like you. I'd like to pose this, and then uh, when we come back from the break, actually maybe talk about this. You've been treating animals for for a long time, and your your uh, experience has grown. 
if you would, while we're on break, think about uh, some cases or a case or two that you have dealt with that really depict, if you could, the difference between the traditional medicine approach and, and animals that you worked with and your most heartwarming um, interactive uh, service approach. I, I so, have a lot. I have a lot, Stan. We're going to be here a long time. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. That just entices me to make sure that you come back many times to the show. Okay, we're going to take a short break for radio station identification. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Dr. G. Aging Aircraft Australia is a non-profit organization engaged in collaborative responses to sustainment challenges in Australia's fleets, challenges often shared with its U.S. allies. Aging Aircraft Australia runs the annual Aircraft Airworthiness and Sustainment Australia Conference, including its ongoing counterfeit avoidance campaign. More information can be found at www.agingaircraft.com.au forward slash AASC. That's aging with an E. AOG, line down, current supplier cannot deliver? Then call Secure Components. We specialize in sourcing hard-to-find and highly allocated electronic components, hardware, and military aerospace parts. We can locate and test your items to ensure you're getting authentic parts every time, and we can deliver when you need them. Our supply chain management consists of decades of experience and works with trusted sources to locate your products when you need them most. Go to SecureComponents.com and tell us what you need today. Secure Components is proud to be the first independent distributor certified to the Department of Defense adopted AS6081 Counterfeit Avoidance Standard. Our clients view us as partners in counterfeit avoidance because we share our source of supply. We have earned their trust to procure electronic and mechanical components specifically when their requirements are obsolete or unavailable from authorized sources. Visit SecureComponents.com today to learn why the largest aerospace, defense, and technology companies in the world partner with Secure Components. This is People to People, working together for your safety. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to Stan at stansalot.com. Again, that's Stan at stansalot.com. Now, back to People to People. Welcome back to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Stan Salot. Our show today is Keeping Our Pets Healthy and Safe. I am extremely excited and very pleased to have Dr. G, Vet Naturally, or as it's properly said, Vet Naturally by Dr. G on the show today. And we've been talking about your pets, how to keep them safe, and equally, if not more important, how to keep them healthy. I need to take just a second and uh, remind folks that we have sponsors that make these shows possible. And uh, the first two of those sponsors are Platinum Sponsors, Business and Quality Process Management. Consulting in business and quality is their specialty. They also provide training and software tools. You can find them at www.bqpm.com. Secure Components, our other Platinum Sponsor, Secure Component specializes in finding obsolete and hard-to-find components, um, heavily involved in our military uh, logistics groups and taking care of our war fighters, um, those four very important people to us. You can find them at www.securecomponents.com. We have three bronze sponsors at this time, C-Trends. Supply Chain Specialist, www.ctrends.com, Concord Components at www.concordcomponents.com, and Air Aircraft Airworthiness and Sustainment. That's a group down in Australia, the Down Under group, as I call them. You can find them at a, agingaircraft.com.au, and aging is spelt with an E. 
We're in the last segment of the show today, and I want to get back to uh, Dr. G. When I Just before we left Dr. G, I was asking you about um, to think about and perhaps share with our audience, um, if you will, some of the uh, experiences you've had with, with uh, the pets of the world, if you will, uh, your patients, put it more appropriately, and the differences that you've seen with holistic versus um, the the traditional medicines, the Eastern and Western, as you've as you've talked about it. Okay, so I, at first, I'd like to tell you a little bit about a, an example case. Um, why somebody would think to find me? Let's take the average arthritic pet. So, in Western medicine, when you go to your veterinarian and you say my pet has pain in the back or it's not walking like it should, it looks like it has arthritis. In the Western world, they're going to give you a pill and the pill is going to make the pet feel better. Mask. That's exactly what they do for me too. Yes, yes. <laughs> so yes, it's true. It masks the pain, but that medicine is filtered in the kidneys and the liver, right? So when that pet comes through my door, I know that from the clinical signs and the symptoms, every everything that is a clinical sign in the Western world re- relates to an organ in the integrative medical world. So if your pet walks in with arthritis, I know that that is inflammation. It's related to the bone, related to the kidney. The kidney is the organ that I'm going to be focused on to help your dog because a, a bone problem stems from a kidney imbalance or problem. So I know that that pet with arthritis is on medicine that's being filtered in their kidney and in their liver. That is an impending disaster if you think about it from a realistic standpoint. You have a a, a, a compromised and, and kidney that has an issue and we're putting drugs to, to stress it further. So my goal is to get that patient pain get the patient's pain controlled through acupuncture, support the kidney through acupuncture and herbs, and maybe get them off or at least on their lowest dose of medicine. Normally, I can get them off of the medicine and just using acupuncture and natural herbs control this dog's clinical signs. So in the Western world, you'd have a dog that had a pill, had the pain masked, and eventually would have kidney problems. In the Eastern world, that chronic patient will have pain control naturally, will be taking herbs, will be getting regular acupuncture to be balanced, and will probably not have to take any medicine orally. And that is a a way better ride for a pet than, than the other. And that's the difference in the beauty of the mindset of the integrative medicine. So one patient, I'll give you an example of that, is Tempo. Tempo was an, is an amazing uh, Malinois who presented, the owner was concerned with the weight of the dog. She wanted, she was just getting a food consultation. And so she came to me because she was interested in a home-cooked diet. Uh, I, went, I went to evaluate the dog. We walked outside and I noticed that, you know, the dog was squatting and shaking, having rear weakness. And I asked her about, you know, all the other, I asked her some questions which led me to find out that the dog had a little bit of incontinence, which is inability to control their urination. So the dog that just came in for a little bit overweight was now had arthritis, had incontinence. And what that translated to me was in my Eastern mind is that it had a kidney deficiency. And that was something that I needed to strengthen the kidneys and treat the incontinence naturally. So that patient got a homemade diet. We did acupuncture to support the incontinence. There are very specific points for incontinence. There are very specific points to support the kidney. We balanced her body. We gave her herbs for her incontinence and herbs for her pain in her lower back. Today, she is running around happy, not on any medications. She doesn't take an oral medication or a Western medication for incontinence. She doesn't take a a oral medication for um, pain and she's balanced and it's you know, had she not found vet naturally and and stuck with in the Western path in in another year, she would have had another problem and another problem and another. And it's so you can. It's really the path that you choose to take with your pet to go the east to go the Eastern way and heal your pet, or to just mask the symptoms. It raises a question to me, and I know we didn't talk about this before, but it just strikes me. The way you're describing this and talking about it, not being um, in the medical science at all, am I right to believe that a pet, the the makeup of a pet, the the medical parts of a pet are 
or essentially the same as a human being. I mean, Absolutely. is there a lot I mean, of difference? No. Most of the things that you do in the in the human hospitals, we're doing the same exact thing in the veterinary hospitals. It's just a different species. We can script out and call medicines into Walgreens if we need them. We can do surgeries. We can do every single thing that exists in human medicine, you know, barring some research weird things. But 99% of the stuff is the same, the exact same. So perhaps the biggest difference is it's easier to ask me a question and sometimes I can actually articulate an answer. Yes, I I am more (laughs) like the pediatrician. We can't ask our patients what's wrong. We just have to figure it out. Oh, that means that as a DVM, a doctor of veterinary and medicine, you're not only a medical doctor, but you're also an interpreter and a mind or a... Right. I guess it's a mind reader. (laughs) Yeah, what's the joke? What do you call a veterinarian that only treats one species? A a physician. (laughs) (laughs) You've heard it here first, folks. (laughs) Invent naturally by Dr. G. Now we know what a, what a, uh, yeah, I'm going to stop there. I'm going to leave that alone before I get in trouble. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about um, a tip. What, what tip would you give uh, the audience um, at this point for keeping your pets healthy? general tip today for you guys, especially for you, um, I would say put moisture in your dog's food. And cat. Dogs and cats were ne- the perfect diet for a cat is actually a mouse. So that 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 is proven to be true. Literally done studies and proven to be true. But a cat and a dog both need a wet diet. They need moisture in their diet. They were never meant to have this dry. I mean, and also they have noses that are 50,000 times better than ours. To think about, I mean, if you walked into a pediatrician and they handed you a bag of kibble and said, here, feed little Johnny this for the rest of his life. I mean, you would look at that doctor like he had just lost his mind. Pets have 50,000 times the ability to smell. They're excited about food. They love to smell different food. Now, I want to put a little disclaimer here. I don't want people to go home and start cooking their own food for their dogs because that's not what I'm saying. There is a very specific way to craft a homemade diet for a dog. You have to add back in the calcium if you're making it yourself. You have to add back in the vitamins if you're making it yourself. Those are two very important things that you cannot leave out. And you can't um, do it without a little education. That will lead to pancreatitis, constant diet changes, high fatty foods are not good for your animal. So there is a very uh, smart and specific way to transition your dog to a homemade diet. Or if you're feeding a dry kibble right now and you just want an immediate upgrade, take that same dry kibble diet and find the canned version. So if you're, you're eating nature's best, I'm just making that up. It's not even a name, I don't think, but nature's best dry. Nature's best dry probably has a canned version. So if you make sure it's from a reputable food store and it's a decent premium diet and they have a canned version, you can go 50% canned, 50% dry, and you've now just overnight given your dog a 50% increase in moisture in their diet, which is going to benefit them. Eventually, find an integrative medical specialist or some veterinarian with knowledge of, of, of great diet habits and, and help your pet be on its best diet. Wet food is necessary for them. Moisture. Do Okay. With that said, do I need to be careful um, or is is there something I should know about canned food before I just go buy the local yes. cans of food? You know, the, if you buy food at the dollar store, you're going to get dollar store food. If you buy food at a, a reputable, like a PetSmart with a high premium diet or an uh, a boutique salon that carry the premium diets, that's going to be obviously better for your pet. It, research the ingredients. On the back of every can says what's in there. If you're confused or concerned, you call the company and you ask them questions about what are, how do they process their food, what, where do they get their meats. I mean, those are all important questions. Don't just be a consumer that takes it off the shelf and takes it home and opens it for your pet. Be educated, be proactive, and be an advocate for your pet. In all things, not just diet, in all things. Yeah, and I and I would assume that as a pet owner, I I do know my pet better than anybody. Absolutely, absolutely, you do. Okay, well, 
I do believe that we are at that point. I want to thank you very, very much, Dr. G, for being on the show. Again, folks, it's Vet Naturally by Dr. G. And it's, uh, once again, correct me if I'm wrong here, but it's info at vetnaturally.com. That will get you in touch with Dr. G. And uh, that will uh, get you some insights on how to take care of your pets. Yes, absolutely. And the best way to reach us is through our Facebook page. We take questions on the Facebook page so that other people can benefit from your questions too. Okay. Thank you for having me, Stan. Oh, you're quite welcome and I do appreciate it and hopefully and hopefully we'll uh, we'll be able to get you back on the show again. Absolutely. People to people, working together for your safety is dedicated to bringing people together to share knowledge and create a safer environment for us all. If you have questions, agree or disagree with the information we are sharing, send me an email, your comments or questions to stan at stansalot.com. You can also reach me on my Twitter account at stansalotjr. I'd like to take just a moment and uh, recognize once again our sponsors, BQPM. You can reach them at www.bqpm.com, Secure Components at securecomponents.com, Ctrends at ctrends.com, Concord Components um, at concordcomponents.com, and Aircraft Airworthiness at agingaircraft.com.au. Our show is not possible without the expertise and uh, the fine work that our folks at Voice America provide. Randy Jackman, our general manager. Robert Cellino, our executive producer. Randy Jackman, our production manager. And Jeffrey Erstel, our director of host services. People to people, from people to people, we have Christina Clark. People to people, administrative coordinator, and Yulia Coach, Coach Branding and, and People to People Production Manager. As I sign off today, I want to thank you for joining me on People to People, working together for your safety. Remember, change only happens when people come together and work together. Your health, your health in the fight against the proliferation of hazardous substances and counterfeiting of consumer products could save a life. Until next week, I'm your host, Stan Salat, wishing you a safe and healthy life. Thank you for listening. Please join host Stan Salat for next week's edition of People to People, working together for your safety. We'll have another show next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a safe, toxic, and counterfeit-free week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 